The four biggest things I wish I knew. Number one, eating healthy fat. The second thing, optimize your sleep quality. Number three is getting sunlight. Fourth one is move. What's up, friends? So my friend emailed me. Actually, she texted me and she goes, Kurt, I am getting fat. I am on the carnivore diet. I've been following a lot of your advice and I am chubby. And she showed me pictures and I was like, oh, man, okay, look, you're clearly doing something wrong because your body should not be getting fat. We've done several previous videos on the channel about weight loss, but I wanna really touch on probably the four biggest things I wish I knew going into the carnivore diet, especially if I was someone who wanted to learn about weight loss because weight loss is largely a hormone game. When you're talking about weight and where your body composition is, your body's gonna naturally regulate and allow you to be super lean and fit if you're doing the right things. It's just, that's what nature's intending for you to do. But if you're eating foods, if you're not doing the right things, there can be problems. And so I put together four tips that I wish I knew starting the carnivore diet and we're gonna jump into those right now. So number one is eating healthy fat. If you're not eating healthy fat on a regular basis and you're on a carnivore diet, you're probably sabotaging your hormones. And by that, what I mean is when we think about weight loss, most people, what they want is they want a lean physique. They want to show definition. They wanna have like ripped abs. They wanna have lean waistline. They wanna be just really fit and they wanna have some sort of definition and lower body fat percentage. And that's, that's fine. Like everyone's gonna genetically have a bit of disposition there. But for most guys, getting below 15%, 10 to 15% is very achievable. And for most women, 15 to 20%, it's a bit of a stretch, but you can, you can get there. And I think one of the biggest things you have to think about is insulin. If you are not fat adapted, if you're not metabolically fit, which is a lot of times where we're coming from when we're getting on the carnivore diet, when we're first starting out with a ketogenic diet, your body is used to eating a lot of maybe vegetables, fruits, it's got elevated insulin levels and insulin is the hormone that signals to your fat cells, it's time to store excess blood sugar, it's time to store excess energy, it's not time to release energy from these cells and burn them. So in order for you to actually lose weight to transform your body composition, you've got to be able to shift your body composition from someone who is constantly stuffing these cells, these fat cells, to someone who is like, okay, my body is being signaled to actually burn them. And when I first started the carnivore diet, I thought, hey, I'm just gonna eat a bunch of meat, I'm gonna eat a bunch of steak, it's gonna be awesome, I'm gonna feel amazing, it's gonna be all that I need to do. But the problem is, you oftentimes don't get a lot of fat, or you get a minimal amount of fat, but it's not enough. I think for people who are dealing with serious underlying health conditions or are in a place where they need to lose a lot of weight, the big thing you have to remember is that your hormones are a huge factor here. And most of what I'm going to recommend in these four tips is going to be around getting your hormones to the levels that they need to be. My friend, when she messaged me, was like, I'm eating 1300 calories a day. Now this girl's not tiny. She's a normal sized girl and she's seeing her body composition shift and she's gaining weight. And part of that could be due to stress. I know she's had a lot of things going on in her life, but also part of it is just your hormones. When you eat fat, when you eat fat, you 
satiate yourself. When I post on my Instagram, when I talk about fat consumption in the carnivore diet, really what I mean is getting healthy quality fats, things like egg yolks from high quality soy-free, corn-free chickens, getting raw beef suet, getting raw beef fat. These sources, when you eat them and you add them into your morning breakfast, it kicks your body into ketosis. It allows your body to go, oh, I need to be eating and burning fat. That's the source. That's where I need to be functioning from. Whereas when you eat and you start out with a day and you've got more carbs like bread, toast, bagels, salads, fruit, you're now stimulating insulin. Insulin again needs to be stimulated because your body cannot just allow blood sugar levels to spike and stay elevated. It can damage your blood vessels. It can damage your kidneys, it can damage nerves. It can damage your overall health. You have to be sensitive to that in your body. But when it comes to weight loss, you don't want prolonged insulin levels. You want insulin levels to be dropping. You wanna make sure that your insulin levels are at a lower level the majority of the day so that your body can use the fat reserves it has to actually build and burn the fat reserves you have so you can become lean. So one of the biggest things, and this is one of the reasons why we see so much success when people do a nose to tail well-constructed keto carnivore diet or just a period keto diet is that they're lowering their insulin levels. When you lower insulin, your fasted insulin goes lower, your body becomes more sensitive to insulin, you no longer have as much insulin in your body and your fat cells will not release fat when insulin is floating around in your bloodstream. You need to lower your insulin levels. So that's the big thing there. You've got to get a fat source. You've got to get comfortable with eating low carb, high fat at the beginning. Ideally for me, at the beginning of my day, when I am not doing as much cardiovascular or athletic work, but more mental cognitive work, and I just want steady energy, and I'm going through my day, my breakfast is heavy fat, 75, 80% fat. The second thing is sleep quality. I know this person, and I know many people struggle with sleep quality. And if you are one of those people, I've been there. I've been in a place where I've had chronic anxiety, and I've had insomnia for six, 12 months at a time. It's not a good place to be and you can fix this. It is not a life sentence to have terrible sleep. And you can develop a belief system and confidence when you go to bed that you can sleep exceptionally well, but you've gotta make changes. The details of this, of this topic are beyond the scope of this video, but I would direct you to our website, opti-align.com. We have two articles on sleep. One in particular is all about sleep quality, about optimizing your sleep. And I have a book I've written, a full peer-studied, science-backed book that I've written on the whole topic. I highly recommend you check it out if you, have, if you have troubles with sleeping because I have gone through a lot of these strategies. I've bought and read several of the big books on the topic. And personally, sleep is one of the biggest things you can optimize if you want your hormones and your weight to normalize. If you are overweight and you are not sleeping well and you have dialed in your fat and your low carb, the next big thing I would worry about or focus on is optimizing your sleep because sleep is where your body regulates your hormones. It's where your body recovers. It's where your body can normalize your body mass index and actually allow you to lose weight. It sounds counterintuitive because you're just sleeping. Why would you actually lose weight? But it plays into the days that go after you sleep, how well your body runs, how well you actually burn the excess fat in your body. It's a huge factor in what's going on in your quality of how your body and your fat 
percentage in your body is being affected. Number three is getting sunlight. Now we've talked about sunlight in other videos. I know that for anyone who lives above the 37th parallel, there are months, especially in the United States, where you are not gonna get UVB radiation from the sun. There's also a slew of cancer doctors out there, especially dermatologists, who will do anything to prevent you from getting sun exposure. But mankind, human beings, did not evolve as a species that lived in a cave, in a house, in an office all day long. We evolved as a species that actually goes outside. We are solar powered beings. We get and generate and metabolize calcium. We create hormones. We power our immune system by getting sun exposure from UVB, UVA, full spectrum sunlight. And it's really valuable and important that you focus on getting sunlight. So I recommend at least 30 minutes a day. Again, I would never recommend that you burn, but I would recommend that you get a minimum of 30 minutes a day. If you're someone like me, I've got Mediterranean skin. I'm about 35% genetically Turkish. So my ancestors generally have a darker complexion, olive skin, Mediterranean skin. We're used to getting more and more sun. And I'll often shoot for an hour of sun exposure or more on a given day. And you can get creative with the way you do this. You can go on a balcony with your laptop. You can listen to audiobooks out in the sun. You can go for walks and get sun. You can go to your pool deck. You can take a nap in the sun. The point is you need to get outside. The sun is gonna boost your pro-hormone vitamin D levels, which is gonna allow you to produce all the hormones you need to properly function, to metabolize the fat in your body, to get the best weight result, to get the best weight loss results that you need. If you're not getting sunlight, if you're not sleeping properly, and if you're not eating a low carb, high fat diet, you're really sabotaging and, and really eliminating some of the biggest variables that you can possibly take into account. And when you look at the vast majority of people who are obese in society today, I would venture to guess that a vast majority of them are not doing these three things. They are missing out on sunshine, they are missing out on high quality sleep, and they are not eating a high fat, low carb meal or meals throughout their days to keep their insulin levels low. Now the fourth one is gonna sound kind of obvious, but it is really a game changer and that is moving regularly. And I don't just mean going and exercising. For someone like me, where I have more aggressive goals for physique building, lifting weights, building out my chest, core, my legs, and being like functional and athletic, that is one aspect of this. But the other thing I'm talking about is just getting outside and walking around. Walking for 20 or 30 minutes a day is one of the most powerful things you can do for many, many health benefits especially when it comes to weight loss. If you're looking to lose weight, you have to be moving regularly. You can't just be sitting around, you can't just be walking to your car, driving to your office, walking in your office. You need to be going for a walk. And I would recommend at least every other day, take some time and go for a walk that's more than a few hundred yards. Just get yourself moving. You don't need to be aggressive with this. You don't have to do crazy interval training or jumps or sprints. You just need to get your body moving, but it's very powerful for getting your overall hormones, your body, just the movement of everything that you need to get the maximum amount of benefits when it comes to your goals around weight loss. So there you have it. The four keys that I say I would wish that I knew starting the carnivore diet. One, get healthy amounts of fat. You really need to kick your body into ketosis 
through eating high quality healthy fat. I recommend beef fat trimmings, beef suet. You can even do some bacon if you want. You can do egg yolks, you can do salmon roe. Make sure you're getting a sufficient amount of, of fat. And I would recommend if you're someone who's significantly overweight that you shoot for even more of a higher fat macro, something like a 75 to 80% fat macro as a consistent kind of all day long thing to aim for with your meal composition. The second rule, like I said, was optimize your sleep. This isn't just about weight loss. This is about almost every part of your day and how you feel. This affects not only your mental performance, your anxiety levels, it's, it's definitely gonna play a huge factor in your body composition. If you're struggling with your sleep quality and you're not prioritizing that, you're making a huge mistake. And there's a few things you can do that are quick. You can focus on getting a regular schedule. You can cut back on stimulants. You can focus on getting sunlight, movement, eating right, eliminating foods, stimulants, things like that from your diet. You can cut out screens. You can kill blue light at night. There's a lot of things you can do that I talk about in my blog post and in my book in even much more detail, as well as with the mental game of the anxiety that you get around laying in bed where you might just feel anxious when there's nothing, no noise, no distraction, but you've gotta optimize your sleep if you really wanna lose weight. And there's a lot of things you can do to make that happen. And I highly recommend you put emphasis and focus on that. The third thing, as I mentioned, was get sunlight. If you live above the 37th parallel and you spend a lot of time indoors, consider tanning. I think that some beds you can get the spectrum of sunlight that is somewhat consistent with what we saw outside. It's not as good as getting real sunlight or moving south, but if, you're, if you are where you are, in your position that you are, consider getting some sunshine through a tanning bed. Look for ways to get sun exposure where you don't burn, but that you get consistent sun exposure at least two or three days a week. Because vitamin D is fat soluble, you can store it in your body. You don't need to get it every single day but it's much better if you do get it every day and it optimizes you even more. And then the fourth tip is move. Make sure you're moving. You've gotta move regularly, you've gotta go for those walks. Just practice moving. But if you're starving yourself, if you're just lowering your calories and you're not trusting and treating your hormones, then your body's metabolism is gonna slow down. It's not gonna keep up and you're gonna be fighting a very uphill battle to lose weight because you're just missing out on the signaling that's happening in your cellular levels of your body that is telling you how to basically lean out. And you can get around that and really hack that by following these four tips. Let me know what you think in the comments below. I appreciate you making it to the end here. If you did, comment below. Let me know if you follow some of our other videos. We'll put a couple links to the other weight loss videos we have on the channel. It's really about hormones and there's really a few things you can do to really optimize those. So take a look at those and keep the feedback rolling in. Again, thanks a lot for watching. If you're new to the channel, hit that subscribe button, like this video, comment, let me know what works for you. Let me know if these tips are helpful and if you'd like to see more of these videos and I will see you on the next one. Thank you.